Hi, this is Anna. And this is Bob. And this is Check It at the Round Table, saying that you too can get an anchor podcast. On any subject you like, and we mean any subject. Penguins? Um, toasters. Heliotrope. Balloons. Xylophones. Quadricycles. Wow. Yeah. The options are truly limitless. Download yeah. the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. It's super easy, super fun, and it's free. Totally awesome and free. Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today we are discussing the new South Korean BL series called Mr. Heart. For those of you who don't know, I have done an episode-by-episode -episode review of this series, which you can listen to. They just are previous to this, pretty much. And they are all in order, so you can just click through. There are a couple episodes between with other interesting things that were going on, etc., or an update regarding this podcast and those who have hosted, etc. But for the purpose of this podcast, you can definitely go back and check that out if you want episode-by-episode -episode review. I really did not like this series very much. And the reason I didn't like it is because all the South Korean BL dramas I have seen have really been kind of subpar. I'm using the S word, as Sheldon would say in the Big Bang. But they really don't put their took into their BL dramas. I mean, I'm not trying to be bad here. Their BL dramas are really strange from what I've been seeing. Now, I'm hoping that whoever's listening to this maybe has some excellent recommendations that would actually be very well-made BL dramas from South Korea, but the ones I'm seeing, like Because of You or Where Your Eyes Linger or Now This Mr. Heart, they don't put their took into it. Whether you're talking about the acting, the storyline, it's just kind of there. It's like we're making this because we want to have another BL drama that we've made in South Korea and that way we can say we're making BL dramas in South Korea. Not because we're actually putting a lot of thought and effort behind this. And I don't mean that bad, but to me that's pretty subpar. And you know, maybe I'm reading too much into this, but as a viewer, I mean, I watched this series because I thought, you know, I'm going to give it a chance. I'm going to make these reviews because other people will probably want to know how this series is. So this will kind of give them an idea. But at the end of the day, I really just thought it was a little poorly made. I mean, the storyline wasn't that great. The acting was, you know, not really that wonderful. And at the end of the day, I really think if we're going to spend our time, effort, and energy doing something, it ought to be magnificent. But... You know, I give this series probably a 4 out of 10. Um, the only good thing I can say about it is you could sit down and watch it with your whole family and you wouldn't have to skip a single thing. But in my opinion, there's more to life than just that fact. So, I mean, I'd like to have that and the fact that we have excellent acting, great storyline, etc. This story follows the um, life of two runners, Senga and Jinwon. Um... Sanga has had a crush on Jinwon since high school, and he eventually goes to college and becomes Jinwon's pacemaker. As their story progresses, Sanga tells Jinwon that he likes him. Um, Jinwon does not reciprocate, apparently, and, you know, there we go. But um, then Sanga is offered money to be Jinwon's pacemaker, which he refuses, and that's kind of when the tide starts to turn because I think when Jinwon realizes that he can't really buy out Sangha, I mean, I'm not trying to be weird, but I don't know a nicer term for it. 
that's kind of when I think Jim Wan starts to think about the relationship a little differently. Um, the other thing is Sangha would leave milk on top of Jim Wan's locker in high school every single day for like years. And he realizes that, you know, this person has put a lot of effort and time and energy into caring about me and just, you know, thinking about me over years. So maybe I need to reevaluate this. And he has this one little momentary moment with a friend of his who is a physical therapist. And she says, you know, you've never liked anybody, Jim Wan. I mean, you just really haven't. And so you need to figure out why liking Sangha may or may not be a good idea and what bothers you about the relationship, what makes you uncomfortable. Because once you figure that out, you'll be able to move forward either way you go, whatever you do. If you're going to, you know, start having a relationship with Sangha or be not go and, you know, go live your life and do something else. And at the end of that, um, there's a marathon that both Sangha and Jinwon compete in, and Sangha actually beats Jinwon because by beating Jinwon, he doesn't have to sign that contract, and he wins the prize money and can pay off some loan sharks who his mother who died had money that she owed to. So Jim, or Sangha wins the race, and then Sangha does something that's kind of weird. Sangha leaves his apartment, changes his key code because it was Jin Wan's name in numerical numbers, and he changed his key code, and then he kind of went and just took a break from everything. And I think the reason Sangha did that is because Sangha thought that it was all over. Yeah, I was in the story. And um, there's this very interesting scene where Jimon's trying to get into the door um, because they have rooms next to each other. And they're not doing anything inappropriate in this series or anything like that. But Jimon has trouble sleeping, so sometimes he'll come and flop beside Sangha just because he's tired. And then there's this hilarious scene as the story progresses where Sangha comes and flops beside Jimon and goes, well, if you can come flop beside me in my room, then I can, by cracky, come flop by you in your room. And then he <laughs> proceeds to go, and you know what? You, when you flop, you throw your leg all over me when you sleep, and it's really basically annoying, so I'm going to do that to you. <laughs> and I don't mean it weird, but that's kind of funny. I mean, you know, I'm just saying, it is kind of humorous. But um, when Jimon realizes that he's changed the key code, he gets upset. He sits in the hall for almost a whole night. And then he ends up going and meeting Sangha as he's on his milk delivery run. And there's a scene there where I do think this was somewhat well thought out. I mean, this is basically the only part of the movie that I thought was, you know, the reason I like BLs is usually for those nuggets that you get in the BL. Like, there's these quotes that make you think, which I don't mean it weird. I don't really find in other things, except, like, a drama series will sometimes have those nuggets. Rom-coms seldom do. And, you know, other genres really don't have them as much either. But for some reason, the BLs are left with these interesting ways to think about things. I mean, like, they'll just leave you with these nuggets, and you're sitting there going huh, I never thought about X that way. But that's absolute true. And I think one of the reasons is, is, I mean, I think it's weird, but most BL drama is actually written by women, which I really don't understand because I'm going, that's kind of weird that almost every single series is written by women. But they're about guys. And I think that the interesting thing about that is guys think about things differently than women do. And I think they're really good BL series is whoever writes them, whether they're a woman or a guy, knows how guys think. And because of that, they're able to bring to the table 
this is how a guy would do it. And, you know, I don't mean it weird, but I've always had a mind like an engineer. So when I think about something, I think about it a lot like a guy would, which really helps me to be analytical, but doesn't help me on other fronts. So it's interesting to see that perspective in film because you're going, I totally get where the guy's coming from. But like in a lot of the films, I'm going, I have no idea where the woman is coming from. I mean, I don't mean it. It's just, I really don't get the way most women think in film. It's like I'm sitting there going, this is just totally off the wall. But, and it's no offense to anyone. It's just for some reason, I think the reason, one of the reasons I like the BLs is because it's about, you know, two guys and they think a lot like I would think, you know, a logical person would follow their train of thought. And I don't mean it bad, but the thing I don't like is a lot of women's portray, or a lot of women are portrayed as illogical in film. And I think that's a pity because I've met some amazingly logical women in my life who are just, you know, brilliant at what they do and say and everything. And I think it's a pity we don't have more of that in film. I mean, I'm just saying. But moving on, Jinwon meets Senga at the spot where he likes, um, Senga likes to go look at this overlook. And he actually hits Senga. And Senga's sitting there going, Jimwon is mad at me because I won. And Sega kind of turns and he goes, you know, I won because I didn't want to take the money to be your pacemaker. Because if I took the money, it would make it about money instead of about the fact that I like you and simply wanted to be your pacemaker. And two, if you can't handle the fact that I came in first instead of you, how do you ever expect to get to number one? And I think that's kind of a turning point in the relationship because Sega's finally sitting up and going, Da, 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 da. And then Jim One looks at him and goes, I'm not mad that you came in first. I'm mad because you changed your door code and you, you know, left. And Senga's sitting there going, you're mad because of the door code? And he's just trying to, you could tell he's trying to figure out why is he mad about the door code. And, he, and then Jim One looks at him and goes, you know, people should be consistent. So you should be consistent in your door code. So when I want to come and knock on your door and come visit you, I don't have to, you know, not know the code anymore. And you can see Sanga's just going, what in the heck is he talking about? Because he didn't seem to like me at all, so why is he doing, you know, this diatribe about me changing my door code? And then Sanga and Jim are trying to figure out what's going on, and Jim says, you know, I think I like you. I've never liked anybody, so it's really hard for me to tell, but I think I like you, so I don't want you to be my pacemaker anymore. I want you to be my rival, because if we're rivals, we're on equal footing in the race, whereas if you're my pacemaker, we're not. And how do we ever expect to get forward in the relationship if we're not on equal footing? And I'm going, that's one nugget because, I mean, the whole series was kind of a flop in my opinion. But that one nugget I thought was good. And then there is this hilarious scene at the very end of the show where Jinwon and Senga are going out for their first outing. And it is so funny because they're both trying to dress up very nice for their first outing. And then they're standing there and go, what do you do on a date? And, and Senga looks at her and goes, well, you've probably been on a date, so what do you do on a date? And Jinwon goes, yes, yes, I have been on a date. And he goes, no. I've never been on a date. I really don't know what people do when they go on a date. And it is so funny to watch because it's like his little wall of vulnerability is coming down little bit by little bit. And he's like, I really haven't ever been on a date. And I'm going to admit that fact because I have no idea what you do on a date with anybody. And so anyway, they end up deciding to go take a run. And then at the closing line is basically that 
you know, whether you're talking about life or whether you're talking about love, it's kind of like a marathon. And once you start it, you really can't stop. Now, I think that the thing is, is that's kind of true. But sometimes, you know, things do slow down and you don't know, you know, exactly how to proceed. But I still think that nugget of that you have to be on equal footing to be in any kind of relationship, whether you're talking, you know, like your friends, your family, etc., romantic interests. I think that's kind of a good nugget. That was the only thing I really kind of liked from this movie, this series. Again, the episodes are 11 minutes long, which if you've listened to my individual reviews of the series, you'll find that I give bitter diatribes on that fact because I figure we have bigger attention spans than 11 minutes, I'm just saying. But, you know, to each their own. My guess is Vicky Rukatan is going to recalibrate all this a series and put them into like an 80 minute movie which would make a lot more sense than the little tiny bits which have intros in between the song that was included for this um, series was nice it wasn't you know everything for the series seemed kind of light and not really a lot of thought put into it and I mean I'm not trying to be bad here because I'm very glad to see that they're making BL series in South Korea because there is a lot of stigmatism in South Korea for LGBT so I figure whatever we can do to make that so it's not so prevalent would be a good thing but I still wish we would have had a higher quality production to do that than what I'm seeing with this Mr. Hart series but you know the one good thing is you could watch it with all the kids if you wanted to I'd skip the loan shark scenes because I don't like that kind of um, behavior and treatment of other people. But, you know, it's each their own. You make your own decisions. But with that is my review of Mr. Hart Season 1. Anna out. Bye.